This is Lisa Mannion, the Business Marketing Architect, and you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Businesses. Act Local Marketing for Small Business, Episode 144. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. This is episode 144, a nice gross of episodes we have now. And I'm the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Every week here at Act Local Marketing, I will share a strategy with you that I call today's takeaway, where you're going to receive at least one action item that you could walk away with today. If you implement it, it's going to help you grow your business. And of course, I always invite a special guest expert who's going to help us go over some particular aspect of your business, business marketing typically, and we're going to learn more about how to make that particular topic work for us. And today we're, we're going to talk about something that I don't think we've ever discussed before here on Act Local, and it's webinars. So don't miss this. Let me ask you a question. How many of you have listened in on a webinar online, on the interwebs. It could have been a webinar for training purposes, a webinar looking to sell you something, or it could have been a webinar for an internal corporate meeting or, a, or an external client meeting, right? Webinars are a very useful tool for businesses of all sizes, not just big business. Has it ever occurred to you to use webinars as a lead generation tool? For your business. Hmm. Let's get to today's takeaway. I promised you an action item that you could take with you now that will help you grow your business. So here it is. Unbounce.com, uh, a website on the interwebs, has a good article on lead generation that details some whys and hows of webinars for lead gen. And I want to share with you the whys because why is the most important part of any business strategy, in my opinion. The first why, according to the article at unbounce.com, is that people who show up for a webinar have a very strong intent to use your products or services. Their intent is stronger than a mere tire kicker, so they're worth more effort on your part. Second is the amount of information you can gather from webinar prospects. See, the perceived value of webinars is higher than for other freebies that you might have. So people are willing to give you more relevant information about themselves and their needs. And that's, of course, good for your, your lead gen database. Third is webinars are typically free. Not always. 
Some webinars do charge, and that's okay too. I'm not saying they have to be free, but lots of webinars are free, so that draws a lot of people in. Fourth is the partnerships that you can create with relevant venture partners. This lets you expand your lead list and offer additional value to your existing list that you may not have had in-house. It creates for very good partnerships. And fifth and finally is the ease of access. You can literally reach people anywhere in the world who could benefit from your products or services. There's definitely no geographical boundary when it comes to webinars. Webinars are absolutely worth looking into as an affordable marketing tactic to expand your lead generation efforts. So please drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I can help point you in the right direction for technology tools and content for your webinar strategy. And that is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus, you know, all the usual suspects. Follow me so that I can get to know you better. And please tell your social media followers about the podcast at actlocalmarketing.com. Please subscribe to the podcast. And even more importantly, leave a review on iTunes if you have an account there. Those reviews are really quite important to me in getting noticed in a very crowded podcast marketing place. Now, it's time for a short break. But when we get back, my guest today, Stephen Essa, is here all the way from down under in Australia, and he is stepping to the front of the room. Stay tuned. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Act Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. 
Kalen helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey, welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local, marketing for small business. And as promised, just like I do every week, I have another wonderful guest for you. I want to introduce you to Stephen Essa. He is known internationally as the make money with webinars expert. He was raised in the western suburbs of Sydney, Australia by hardworking immigrant parents. We can all relate to that story. Stephen now excites audiences in, now count them, I'm going to run through them fast, Australia, the UK, USA, UAE, Ireland, Switzerland, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Cyprus, Singapore, and New Zealand. Right? Stephen has trained thousands of people to leverage the power of webinars, their efficiency, convenience, and flexibility to generate really thousands of dollars an hour in product sales. Stephen's methods give all business owners something that is much needed in today's new economy, the flexibility to create additional streams of income in your business. So Stephen, welcome to Act Local Marketing. Thanks for having me on the show, Kaylin. Looking forward to it. It is so great that you had time. Stephen, as you can hear by his accent, is in Australia, uh, and I'm here in New York, so we had a little difficulty figuring out our time, but we finally worked it out, so I'm, I'm glad we both got this on our schedule, because webinars is, is not something that we have talked a lot about on Act Local Marketing, and yet for many entrepreneurs, they can be a really uh, lucrative part of their business, so I'm, I'm really interested in getting some details for people But before we dive into the subject matter, what you probably don't know is when I meet someone for the first time, I like to, I call it collecting their entrepreneurial journey. So would you give us in a nutshell, if you could, sort of how you came to be doing what it is you're doing today? Yeah, absolutely, Kaylin. I I originated in the... um the music business after leaving high school and failing miserably in 1992 I was going to become a rock star in a band and uh, make millions of dollars and uh, end up looking as good as Mick Jagger dancing around on stage at the age of 50 with having people pay a thousand dollars to come and see me in Sydney Um, that was my plan and my father uh, laughed at me and said that there's no money to be made there and um, you know so I I still uh, I still followed my dream and I've always been someone that uh, didn't let people tell me that I can't do something. If I saw something and saw an opportunity, then I'd, I knew and I wasn't scared to work hard to get there. And we spent 13 years in the music business with bands and tr- uh, touring around and uh, we were always independent and uh, always self-funded. And from that, I really learned about business. I learned about merchandise with our t-shirts that we would have to do. We would have to market and come up with what was on there, our albums. And we would have to, you know, find people to get gigs and, you know, create those relationships to, to get those gigs and uh, then get people there and 
make phone calls and, 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 you know, advertise and put banners and all of that stuff, dealing with newspapers. So it was a really, really good experience. 13 years in the music business taught me about business, but it was, I was there in 2003 to 2005 in Los Angeles and they said, you've come at the worst time ever. Uh, because the music business is collapsing, and now we we weren't in the you know, a very popular niche. We were in a death metal, uh, you know, niche. I was a guitar player in a death metal band. That's not very popular um, in uh, in Australia, right? There's only like you know, I think five people that listen to it here, and uh, <laughs> and there was no Google back then to do the research, so we didn't know it was a not a great niche market. But um, I'm just kidding. I still love uh, love heavy metal. So <laughs> any heavy metal fans out there, don't don't hate me. Um, so basically, what happened? Then I was sitting in, in my apartment, one-bedroom apartment. Four of us used to live in there, and we would nearly killed each other over a can of baked beans that arrived from Australia once. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. Like, you know, this is like the worst time. And, you know, I, I've spent all these years. I've borrowed money to be here. And, and then I'm sitting there looking at the computer, trying to load a CD into iTunes to figure out how to put it on my iPod. And I was totally a technophobe, like didn't know anything. And I'm just like going, surely someone's got to come up with a better musical platform than iTunes, right? This is like the hardest platform to use. I absolutely hated it. And um, and I do use Macs, but I still hate iTunes. But um, basically, I, uh, I sat there and I just got frustrated and I just stared at this computer. Now, at this time, the, the band had just split up and, uh, you know, the singer, you know, went and got a deal with someone else and all of the things that happened in bands and everything everyone tells you came true. And uh, And basically, what happened at that point, I said these computers are going to just take over the world, right? I know in 2005, I was really ahead of the times. And uh, I basically said, um, I said, I need to either learn how to do this and, and maybe create a business on, on, the, on the internet or I'm going to miss out and I'm, I'm just going to be one of those people that never uses a computer and can never get a job and, and, and anything to do with computers. So I said, I want to go back to Australia where I have a decent life, you know, and my dad can look after me for a while until I get on my feet, like the prodigal son returning home. <laughs> and um, I said, I'm going to build a business and invest in real estate because I'd read the Robert Kiyosaki books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and right. he made everything so easy to understand. And that, that I came back and I went on the journey. I looked for a mentor who had a real estate portfolio and then I looked for someone to help me build an internet business. And you know, through lots of trial and error, eventually I got to a seminar in 2008 where I met a guy who was just amazing at internet marketing and I paid him $25,000 for one of his coaching programs. And in six months, I quit my job in, in a real estate investment company and I started my own business. And he's the one who actually told me about webinars. I said to him, uh, I had, I prepared uh, a great uh, a great talk for one of his seminars and and I said this is a great talk that I've done I've made money for a charity and I want to share about it I've made thirty thousand dollars in thirty days and he said you don't have enough experience to speak on stage I said well how do I get more experience and he said why don't you try a webinar and I mm. said what's a webinar and he said, okay. he said, go, go to go to webinar and try it out. And I was like, okay. So I went there, I signed up, it was a 30 day trial. And I then I ran my first webinar to, uh, to some friends just as a test run with the five people there just to figure out the technology. And in one session, I had it pretty much figured out how to, how to use it. They could see my screen and, and, uh, and, and basically I was talking and I could see their questions and I could unmute them. I had control like a radio show, right? I felt like it was like a radio show, even though I'd never done radio. Right. I can talk, well, I can talk. That was really my next my next question for you is is a lot of people still don't know what webinars although they've become much more prevalent but people who still don't spend a lot of time online may not understand exactly what a webinar is so go ahead and, and keep explaining more sure what exactly sure yeah is webinar. A webinar. 
it's just a web seminar. It's just a seminar on the on the web, and that's where the, the word comes from, webinar. Also, people know it as an online conference or an, right. you know, uh, like a, a telemarketing call, like a, a, a teleconference. Some people call it. It's just where they can see your screen, okay, or your face and hear your voice. Now, some people freak out. They think that you know you have to show your face on a webinar. I prefer not to. I co- I seem to convert better, Kaylin, when I don't show my face. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a, a looks thing. <laughs> But uh, most people are my distraction thing too. You know, you keep people focused on the material you want them focused on rather than on you. Yeah, especially we run we run businesses from home, and and my wife and I travel all over the world. My wife's half French, and she's got family in France, in Greece, in Cyprus. So we travel a lot overseas, three to four months of the year, because we run our business from anywhere in the world. And she's got a a business herself, a social media company that uh, she's built up to one point seven million dollars from a webinar. But basically, one time I was recording a webinar where I was showing my face for some students, and I didn't realize later till I watched the recording that her mum, my mother-in-law, who's the best mother-in-law in the world, let me just rub that in, um, she was basically vacuuming behind me, not knowing that I'm recording my screen. So later when I'm looking, I'm watching the video back at this, she's behind me. And I'm going, what the hell is your mum doing in the background? She's That's like, oh, precious. she was. Okay, I like that. So I always just use PowerPoint. It's much safer. And anyone who says death by PowerPoint and PowerPoint is dead is talking to people who are not interested in the topic that they are talking about because people only come to webinars on topics they're interested in and they only stay uh, if they're interested in the topic, okay? If, if, you, if you're getting comments like, oh, the PowerPoint was boring or whatever, they weren't listening to the information you were giving because if someone's teaching you how to solve a major problem you've got right now, whether it's in business, whether it's a health issue or whatever on a webinar, you're not worried about the PowerPoint slides, you're going, how do I get rid of this hernia or how do I get rid of these hemorrhoids or how do I get rid of this back pain or how do I start making money so I can feed my family and pay my mortgage next week or how do I solve this problem that I've just created in my options trading account? You know, then I just, and to prove it, I always use black and white slides now. Whenever I present to people, I don't brand anything. I say, just get started today. Black and white PowerPoint slides will make you a millionaire if you've got the right product, the right information to the right target audience. And that's essentially what I did. I went on to make 4000 10000 20000 100000 And now I basically uh, have business partners that run webinars and we, we have 50-50 split. And I have five different businesses that make anything from five dollars to $100,000 a month on average. And I don't even need to talk on the webinar. So that's another model I call the medical center. But webinars are huge leverage. The cheapest product that I ever sell when I create a product with a student or a a business partner, the first product is always $300 or more because people on a webinar will pay you 10 times more information to deliver more webinars for the same information that could be in a book, for example, that you could sell for $30. So I always say, why sell a $30 product when people will pay you 10 times more to deliver those eight chapters via eight webinars? You can charge $300 for that. And all of us, you know, these days, unless you've been living under a rock, have bought a program that's included webinars for over 200 300 or more dollars right so let me ask you another question because a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are they might be entrepreneurs but they also may be what i call local business owners so you know main street usa as i say it main street sydney right yep so they consider their client base within a certain you know mile or you know kilometer radius of their actual brick and mortar business. So they're, they might be saying to themselves, mm, you know, webinars, I don't know, why, why would I need a webinar? So talk us through what kinds of businesses 
could be running webinars? Yeah, absolutely. Well, any first of all, anyone with knowledge or information to share can be doing this. Uh, recently, we had a kinesiologist uh, join one of our programs, and she already has a successful practice, but she's doing so much one-on-one. Uh, a lot of small business owners are burning out because they're doing one-on-one. They've got to say the same script again and again and again. Uh, and you, you're, you're, you're basically your audience is only that little you know suburb where you are, that little town, and people can't travel from everywhere to get it. So you can use webinars uh, online to number one, not just sell stuff but pre-qualify people talk about your product talk about your service talk it just sharing information you know in the old days it was all about selling 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 now you're educating people first and they're deciding to buy because people i'm sure everyone's heard the saying that people don't like being sold to but they like to buy that's the beauty of a webinar because the first 50 minutes if you if you're talking for an hour the first 50 minutes is just giving them you know your story your your, your credibility your testimonials and telling them what they should be doing, you know, and uh, and that helps pre-qualify people automatically. Before you even get to your offer, they're already saying to themselves, wow, this is the person, this is the guy or girl who can help me with my problem. I need to work with them. And then it just comes down to offering something that, number one, that they want, because uh, I find a lot of people offering courses uh, instead of done-for-you services. A lot of times people have the money, but they don't have the time. So just because you've got a uh, local business doesn't mean that you can't either ship products to people or doesn't mean that you can't work with them online in some some way shape or form uh, so I find uh, that, that the leverage the uh, the different product that you can offer uh, you know can appeal to different target markets around and you know if you look at a lot of small local businesses the competitors aren't doing this so you know your advantage you know your your advantage in business can be that you are the one who's you know stretching your hand out outside of, of your town a lot of people burn out who are you you know, natural therapists, healers, um, people who are like a, a fitness uh, instructors. Anyone who's working one-on-one with people or in a business, they tend to sort of burn out. So, you know, that's a that's a really really smart way to uh, to sort of leverage and maybe expand your business uh, into more information because. One of the things that we do to prove this is the easiest thing, Kaylin, is I, w- I said to my brother-in-law who released his book, The Laptop Millionaire, it's a New York Times bestseller, and he took him two years to write it, and he was burnt out after finishing it. And I said, now you've got to promote the book. And I mm-hmm. said, it's like an album. You know, right. It took us two years to record an album. Now you've got to promote it. And he said, I said, why don't you do a three-day seminar and, I, I, and, and take me and your sister, who's, who's my wife, take us around. And on the first day of the event, on Friday, I'll pick someone out of the audience who doesn't have a product, doesn't have a website, doesn't have a list. And I'll, I'll help them create a webinar on Sunday. We'll launch it and we'll promote it all over the internet and we'll launch it live and we'll see if we can make some money. And we did this in 25 cities around the world. World, and I generated with a random person who the audience selected as well. So I didn't just pick someone. Right. Uh, I said, I said, anyone who's got knowledge or information or, or a small business or expertise in any area at all, please come on stage if you want to participate and have me build a business for you. And at times we had like three or 400 people in the audience and we had 50 or 60 people on stage. And I gave them the mic and I said, tell the audience what you would cover if you talked on a webinar. And those people would get on there and go, I help men, you know, to find their soulmate. And other ones were, and we had some real funny ones that, you know, we had all, you know, the typical ones and then we had the funniest ones, which I can't share on, on, on air, but... <laughs> 
basically, uh, we, we would let the audience vote. We would say to the audience, who do you want? And then the audience would vote, and then I would build them a business. Now, I did it for people who were back pain therapists, uh, who had local businesses in Dubai. I had, you know, people who were, um, who were Forex traders, experts with knowledge there. I had small business people who were shipping products, uh, people who were selling with Amazon, all different kinds of uh, businesses. And we generated from two to $23,000 in as little as 60 minutes along that time. And I've given away over $300,000 on stage to people who had never done a webinar, in many cases, never heard of a webinar before. So if you've got information to share, okay, it doesn't have to be a product, but it can be. You can share information, then sell a product, a physical product at the end. So there's really no excuse. The only thing that I think that you probably can't sell uh, is, you know, like white goods, you know. Someone doesn't really go to a webinar for white goods, okay. They go to a webinar for information, uh, anything health, anything relationships, anything, um, you know, money related, anything property, anything to do with the, you know, uh, so many industries. We've got one client who's a vet. Vets now, uh, in 2010, I went to the UK and I spoke there and a, and a vet was sitting in the crowd and he signed up to one of my programs and in 12 months, he sold his business and made $320,000 teaching other vets information, sharing information on webinars. And I just talked to him the other day. Well, that, I, was, I was wondering what the target market was. So he was sharing his information about running a veterinary practice with other veterinarians. Not just that. He was a dermatology specialist, so he was teaching dermatology to other vets who were just normal vets, weren't dermatology specialists. So all of a sudden, and then he got CPD approved, which is continual professional development. A lot of people in different industries have to maintain their right. accreditation yeah, by doing credit. a certain number of points. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so basically, I, I've, he got, that. I've got in my head sort of an example. You know, I'm thinking about examples of business owners I run across. I'm thinking, what can the electrician do, or what can the plumber do, or but uh, now, now I'm seeing it more clearly. They can be sharing information with either other people in their industry, right? Yep. Or just yep. Yep. information for, like the, the thing with the weather ha- having changed a lot over the last few years. We've had a lot of storms in uh, our part of the country and losing power is happening more and more often. So people have been getting nervous and they're going out and buying generators more often. Well, you know, an electrician could be running webinars about here's what you need to look for when when you get a generator. Here's why you want this kind and not this kind, depending on your scenario. Here's what you have to do in your fuse box. Here's the kind of stuff that has to happen. Here are your options. Here's what to look out for, right? They could be running webinars about all kinds of things like that. Absolutely. And, and and let's say, for example, if you wanted to take it a step further, you could easily, he could find, he or she could find a, uh, a, a, a generator company that would allow him to sell. Let's say he, sell, he sold them on eBay. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, he could put a little mini webinar. Now, webinars don't have to be an hour, an hour and a half. I know a guy that runs them for four hours. The other day, I was on a oh webinar with a guy, two and a half hours, and he was selling a $1,500 product. He made like 20 sales. It's like the longer people stay on the webinar, the better. But you, you need to keep them there as long as you need to explain to them what they need to know. So if you can explain how to wire up a generator to your property, how to pick the right one and then wire it up, if you can show me that in five minutes, then make a five-minute webinar because I will be ready to buy uh, either the, the, the book to put it together or for you to come to my house and do it for me. I'll be ready for that because my biggest pain is I don't want to be without power 
okay? And if I've got the money and don't have the time, I'll, I'll gladly pay someone to come over and do that, you know? Right. And this, this is a thing that my wife and I, you know, we uh, we have all the time. Like I say to uh, I say to students as well, don't pay people to do stuff that, that is, is cheaper than how much you can make if you're focused on doing what you do, you know? It's, it's just insanity to me that people try to do everything themselves, you know, right. in, a, in, a, in a small business particularly, you know, like people trying to manage their own social media, for example. You know, it's like you should be focused on creating, unless you're a social media management company, you shouldn't be going into your social media for your exactly. business. You should have someone doing it. You should be outsourcing that stuff. Yeah. And, and that's yeah, true so of, I mean, of a lot of the things in your business. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Now, let me ask you a question because I, I know a little bit about webinars. So, I know that that you can either be doing them live or you can be recording them and set them to, I guess there's different ways you can do it. They can be automated for the moment somebody decides they want to show up and watch it or it, it can be, you know, this is going to happen again at Wednesday at 7 p.m. and that's when you run it again. There are different ways to automate it. Yeah. Which do you think is better? Because it seems to me just like the working one-on-one -on -one with someone and you sort of get burned out, if you're constantly doing live webinars, that's still using up your time, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, nothing converts better than live webinars. I have had the, the the odd webinar that does convert just as good on a replay, if not more. Ultimately, you know, you always want to do it live the first time or the first few times because it's going to give you the best product to automate, all right? And okay. it's also going to force you to do it. Now, the perfectionists, the project managers, and the engineers who are listening right now, the idea of doing a live webinar the first time, there's no way anything I can say to them that's going to stop them from wanting to pre-record it and edit out all the ums and ahs. But let me tell you something. <laughs> the more natural you sound, for example, you're on a webinar and you say, hang on, guys, I'm just getting a dry throat. One second. The more natural you sound on the webinar, with your with your um your, your natural ums and ahs and drinking water and that the more real you sound people buy from people they know like and trust so you don't want it to sound too clinical like where it's been edited like a like a Tony Robbins uh, audio tape or a, or a or a uh, Robert Kiyosaki audio tape where it's there's no breathing people want to you know hear you like a like a human being and I find that they're the best webinars the most natural uh, when they sound like the person is just being themselves and talking so you know I think that Running it live forces you to number one to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, people will keep editing it until you know until there's no ums and ahs left. And by the time they do that, the industry's changed and the information's no longer relevant. So record it first the first few times. It doesn't matter if one person shows up or fifty people show up. Just do it the first few times, and then pick the best one. Pick the one that converted the best. That's what I do. I run now. I teach my students, and I do this myself. Run two webinars. If you're going to plan a webinar at 8 p.m. New York time, run another one at 11 a.m. New York time because you'll hit another part of the world and you'll also get to see what time, you know, which webinar comes out better, okay? So you might find, oh, wow, I was more fresh at 11 o'clock, uh, you know, and then and then you basically, uh, you know, run the other one just for practice. I mean, if you make sales on the first one, you go, okay, well, let's just try something different on the second one and see if it converts better. And if it doesn't, you go revert back to the other one. So at least have a few different options that you've run live. And then people listening back to it later, they're going to hear into interactions they're going to hear things like you know people ask
asking questions, you're going to leave in leave in the questions, okay? Leave sure. in the, the comments and all of that because it makes it, again, more real. So ultimately, a live webinar first, a replay webinar second. A scheduled replay is going to always do better. Anytime you can schedule a time and get people to allocate that time okay. and focus on you is going to be the most highest converting potential prospect at that time because they've allocated time, all right? But the thing is, you're not going to get as many people commit, all right? But the ones you do get are committed. Now, I'd, I'd prefer committed people. I'd prefer to have someone who has allocated the time because I know they're targeted at that point. But on my, on my squeeze pages or my registration pages uh, or on my website, I have it available anytime. Okay, so if someone comes across one of my web pages and they type in their name and email to register for the webinar, the video will show up straight away as a video where they can play it and pause it. Okay, okay. and um, and that's that's what I do for on my automated webinar. But if I'm running a campaign, for example, if I'm doing Facebook ads or you know promoting something to my list, I'll always try to schedule it because the committed ones will come and then we'll get a few extra sales from the automated replay from the people who couldn't make it but wanted to be there. Right. How do you feel about charging for webinars? I love charging for webinars. It's the best. Recently, I got a phone call from a promoter friend of mine. He said he was uh, he was looking to promote Harry Dent in Australia. Harry Dent is a is a big uh, economist in in America and Canada, and uh, he wrote a book, The Great Depression Ahead, and all of that stuff. And he's come to Australia many times. I've had the pleasure and the privilege of speaking on stage alongside him, and I, I just love his information about cycles and, and 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 market collapses. And I love listening to different people's opinions. And he said, I'm thinking about doing Harry on a webinar when the stock market collapsed a couple of weeks ago. So he literally called me on the Wednesday and he said, I want to do Harry on a webinar. I'm thinking of charging $37. What do you think? To make it worthwhile for Harry and myself, we need to sell about 500 units. I said, well, the first thing I said, like, um, when was the last time you emailed your database? And he said, well, it's been a couple of, uh, it's been a couple of months, you know, or maybe nearly a year. And I said to him, well, I said, you're going to have to work pretty hard and get a lot of people to open the email to, uh, to get those sales up to where you need it to be, 500 I said, why don't we charge $97? So let's boost the price by $60. Let's charge $97, right? And, uh, and let's, uh, let's try to get 200 people there instead. So we can basically, uh, you know, bring down the number that we need and he's like really people will pay $97 I said it's the same person who's going to spend $37 going to spend $97 because anything under $100 online is the same buyer everybody has $100 especially people who like Harry Dent all right mm -hmm. for, for someone who's interested and invested in the stock market $97 from one tip they could pick up from Harry Dent and we put that in the email one tip could save you more than uh, more than uh, what you're going to um, yes. pay here on the yes, webinar so be on the webinar sure exactly so he said how does this how does this work because he'd never run a webinar he'd always done seminars i said okay here's what you need to do send an email to harry and tell him to make three little promotional videos a minute and a half each in the meantime and we're running the webinar on the friday that's two days later all right. So this is Wednesday. Um, so this is how you don't need a long time to promote a webinar, whether it's a free webinar or a paid webinar. You don't need a long time. Now, on a paid webinar, you should give yourself a week or two minimum. All right. Week or two minimum, because it gives you more time to promote it in other places to sell it. If you're doing a free webinar, promote it three or four days before. Okay, put, send out one email on Monday, Tuesday another one, Wednesday another one, Thursday another one on the day and Thursday night you run the webinar. Okay, so paid webinars a little bit more but we had no time and we wanted to do it that week while the market collapsed so he could, you know, you know, comfort people, tell them what, what they need to do, etc. And, and make some money. Right. So basically we put out a webinar, an email that day with no video, no web page in 
send the email that said, register for Harry Dent's webinar. He's going to talk about the China tsunami, how it's going to affect Australia because, you know, iron ore in Australia has dropped by 70% and it's our biggest trading partner. Why? And it was specifically for Australia, okay? Um, and, and Harry tailored that talk just for Australia. And at the bottom, we had a link that said, click here to go to PayPal to pay. And people went straight from the email and went and bought from that. A, a day later, Harry had given us his videos, a minute and a half saying, hey, it's Harry here. I'm going to be talking about China. I'm going to basically reading what we wrote in the first email, okay, and adding a bit of ad lib of what he's going to talk about. And then we sent out another email the next day, okay, and that brought in more sales. So this time we sent them to a page which had a video and then it, it basically had a button underneath where they could buy it. And Harry was saying buy it from this page. Mm -hmm. And then we sent out we sent out one video that day and then that night we sent out the, the, another one and then the next day on Friday on the day we sent out the last one. So we sent out four emails in total and he did uh, 150 sales at $97. Okay, so we didn't didn't hit the 200, but look at that. We just pulled in 15 grand with, you know, basically 72 hours notice. And I'm sure that, uh, that if we had more time, we could have got other people to promote the webinar for us to their database and paid them $47 or given them half. We could have put some Facebook ads up. We could have got some other stuff going. Uh, but that was just a, an example of the beauty of paid webinars. And, you know, another great thing with paid webinars is membership sites. You know, that's what the vet does, right? We built his first membership site and he charges vets and now he's got over 150 vets paying anything from 47 to 97 pounds to access that information and uh, you know he's just got funding for, for, you know from investors and you know the, the business is worth over a million dollars easily now generates over a million dollars a year and it's just basically a webinar that people pay for but instead of paying for one they pay a monthly fee and they get as many as they want inside the membership site so memberships is a great way to um, webinars are a great way to update your membership site and continually add new information and just quickly one more one of my business partners sells a ten thousand dollar program and all it is is it's a live webinar with him every week for two hours where he shares a, shares a strategy and gives them the tips and then he basically answers their questions and people pay 10 grand for that it's recorded put in a membership site and it's a it's, it's all it is is a webinar and it's a great way to create information products as well interesting plus you i, I don't know if you realize it but you gave people an example where they partnered you know your friend partnered with an expert Harry, yeah. right? Yeah. As yeah, opposed absolutely. to being the expert necessarily. And that's another yeah. that's another road that you can take in order to make webinars a, a viable income income stream for your business. If you don't feel that you necessarily have the reach, but you know uh, authorities in your industry and you can partner with them uh, and pull something together. That's another way to do it. Listen, I have uh, a few more questions for you, but I want to take a quick break. Can you hold on for a minute? Absolutely. Perfect. You are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, Stephen Essa. And we are talking about webinars and making webinars a part of your marketing strategy and really another venue for you to, to create an income stream into your business. So hold tight. We will be back in just a moment. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back.
Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you have been listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Thank you for holding on through that break because I have Stephen Essa here. He is the Make Money with Webinars expert, and he has been, oh my goodness, he's been giving us tons of information. If you didn't have a pen handy, you're going to have to listen back to this podcast again because he has just been a fountain of information about how to use webinars and examples of how to sort of integrate a webinar into your existing business so that you can create additional income streams. Now, what I want to ask you about, we've been talking about the value of webinars and some examples of the types of webinars you've seen done. Uh, Now talk to people about how to drive traffic to webinars. Maybe they already have a social media platform. Maybe they do or don't have an email list. What are some of the ways that, that they can reach out to people to make webinars viable? Yeah, absolutely, Kaylin. This is a great question, and this is one that my students before the biggest objection in in doing webinars is how do I get people there? Uh, and I'm like, okay, fantastic. Well, first of all, the the goal is to create. If you're starting from scratch and you don't have a database, or uh, even if you've got something, uh, you want to basically focus on getting ten people to your webinar. Your goal is to get ten people a, web, a week to your webinar minimum, because webinars produce ten times more sales than websites. A, a standard website that's converted really well is 1%. So 100 people need to come to that website to see to make one sale. So with a webinar, you, you only need 10 people to make one sale, okay, because it's a, a 10% okay. conversion, right? So basically, straight away, our only focus now becomes I need 10 people there. Now, if you're doing what I told you before the commercial break, and that is to be selling something for $300, $1,000, or $5,000, okay, selling more expensive stuff to people, either done-for-you services or high-end courses, okay, then you only need one sale a week at that point. 
just to get started. So if, you're, if you've got a $1,000 product, for example, you might have some webinars in there, some coaching in there, some uh, support in there, maybe a workshop or whatever for 1000 to $2,000. You know, you sell one of those a week, you're starting off pretty good. You're making 1000 to $2,000 a week. Now, if you know that your webinar is converting one in 10, right, the easiest and fastest way for you to start making more money is to find somebody who has a database of email addresses, has rapport with that database, can make the database for you sending traffic to your webinar to register that is going to be single-handedly the fastest and biggest way for you to get to a lot of sales quick because nothing is more powerful than someone referring you to their database who they have a relationship with for example I've got a database over 30,000 people now what's going to work better for a webinar if someone who's listening here says to me Steve promote this to your database and it's relevant and targeted of course to my database it's something in the wealth creation space or the make money space or helping online with with their business. Um, Is that going to be more targeted or is it going to be more targeted if they do Facebook ads where the person who's clicking on their ad doesn't even know them or never heard of them before? Right. Yeah, that it, it's obvious. you're going to leverage that relationship, sure. Absolutely. Every day of the week, you leverage that relationship and uh, and that will make you a lot of money. I do, you know, three or four really good joint venture partners that can promote you a couple of times a year, promote your webinar a couple of times a year, is going to make you very, very wealthy. Okay, so I have ex- three or four joint to venture people, partners. Explain to people why someone would want to email their list about your product. What's in it for you? Yeah, them. there's there's a lot of different reasons, and depending on the industry, you're gonna you're gonna be. I had one of my clients who I helped her to create a referral program system for businesses, and we sold it for like five hundred to to nine hundred dollars. We went from five hundred dollars, and we sold it for nine hundred dollars. And it turns out in the end that she uh, they they a lot of businesses wanted it done for them, so we created a fifteen thousand dollar program. Now that's her best selling done for you service. She just sets up a referral program for your business, and her job previous to working with me on on the program and me putting that together and giving her that idea, uh, her job was to basically find exactly that, find for her old business that she worked for, which is a website company. She had to go to big businesses who had databases and one of them she went to was the biggest insurer of mental health practitioners in America. It was AON Insurance. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, Steve, it took me six months to convince them, but basically eventually they put a, a little uh, uh, she was offering them a free trial. She said, if you send this out to all your doctors, we'll give you a free trial for 30 days to our uh, website, which builds you know, websites for, for uh, medical health pr- practitioners, right? Mental health practitioners. So we'll give you a 30-day trial. And, and the company was like, wow, you'll give our doctors a 30-day trial? That's fantastic. Thank you. How generous of you. Of course, we'll refer you. And, and she said, anyone who stays in the membership will pay you a $100 referral fee. So, so basically they sent out an email and she got a ton of sales from that. They drove them to a webinar as well. You know, uh, another, another great way to do it is uh, JV. So you say to someone, hey, Steve, promote, your data, promote to this to your database. It's my webinar. I sell a $300 product. And guess what? I'll give you 50% of any sales generated. Right. So that's another reason why someone would mail because I've got my database of 30,000 people. Now, only probably five to 6,000 of my database is buyers. The rest of them are people 
who've heard me on a podcast or seen me somewhere, they've, they've you know, found me on a webpage, a YouTube video, wherever, and they've opted in, but they've never bought anything. So I'm looking for more ways to monetize my database and nourish my existing customers with fresh, relevant, new information. Now, if you've got something that's good, that's a little bit different to what I do, like I wouldn't promote someone who's doing webinars necessarily unless they did something specific niche that I'm not doing, then I would basically promote someone. And I, and I do this every week. So I promote a different person every week. I'll promote someone who's teaching podcasting. I'll promote someone who's an email marketing specialist. I'll promote someone who's a Twitter specialist, a Facebook specialist, a, you know, any different, you know, vertical market that will, will benefit my, my audience and the person's willing to pay me 50%. And I, and I have to check them out too. I want to see their course. I want to quickly review them and have a look and make sure they're legitimate. And then I'll promote them and, uh, and we both share in the profits. Now, what's beautiful about that is they probably have a database or are building a database. And at some point, I'll be able to say, hey, can, we, can you reciprocate for me now, Kaylin? I promoted you and, and we talked about that stuff and it did well. And now can you promote me to your database? And you might say, I've only got 100 people. I'll say, I don't care. That's okay. Here's an automated webinar. Just send it out to your database anyway. So I don't have to do any work for that. So joint ventures is the fastest way to wealth because that database has been built, the rapport has been built, and the trust has been built with the person who's recommending you. And for a percentage, and it doesn't have to be 50%. That's in the internet marketing and and in affiliate marketing, it's 50%, uh, but it doesn't have to be. In different industries that aren't as prevalent with webinars, you can offer 20%, 30%. But remember, the big money in a business is made at the back end, all right? So as soon as someone, as soon as you've got 10 customers, you want to work out, call them up and work out what else they need, what else they want, where are they failing with the course you sold them, where are they failing with that product, and then asking them, what do you need to help you, help you further and, and offer them a big solution? And normally it's they want it done for them or they want one-on-one -on -one personal attention. And that's where I get my... My customer, my students to charge 10, 20, even $50,000 is what I've charged in the past for that. And that's where the real profit is in a business because everything else up to this point has covered our expenses, has covered our cost of advertising, has paid us money, has paid us money to travel and maybe given us some pocket money and given us a bit of a lifestyle. But the high end customers are the ones that are going to give us the freedom and the, the real profit that's going to make us rich. The, the kind of money that allows you to buy houses with cash and buy whatever car you want with cash and never need finance again. And right. that's ultimately what you want to have with an online business is not just one product, it's figure out what's next, what's next, what's next. And last week in the music business, one of my students came to me and said, Steve, I don't think my students will have $10,000. He's created a $500 course. I said, just call him up and ask him for $10,000. You'll help him do this and this and this. Just, just test it. And he didn't believe it. He said, they don't have the money, Steve. This industry doesn't have the money. The music business is you know, reeling from all this uh, internet downloads. And he called me the other day, Caitlin, and he said, Steve, I want to hug you. Where are you? I need to hug you. I go, why? He goes, I just called one customer and I told her about the package and I'm about to launch it on a webinar. I wanted to tell you about it first. And she signed up 10 grand over the phone in a couple of minutes oh, because she already bought his 500 because if someone who buys one of your products and services is the best person who's going to buy they're going to bring 20% of your customers will bring you 80% of your revenue read the book 8020 it's a great yeah. book by, yeah yeah, it's, yeah it tells you about principle is it's absolutely true and sometimes it's even more skewed than that you know sometimes it's 90 10 oh, or 95 oh. yeah exactly yeah well, read the one from perry marshall because that one is about marketing uh, i read right. that recently it's a great book and i was like wow i went through my database i went through my joint venture partners and i was like wow 
20% of my joint venture, not, not only 20%, I got 120 joint venture partners. And then I went down, okay, which ones are the top, you know, 20% of that? Then I drilled down. I went, okay, well, they, we made money with them. How much 20? And I drilled down and down and down. And 80-20, as he talks about, gets more powerful when you drill down deeper sure. to the power off, to the power off, to the power sure. off. And I... I was like to my wife, wow, look at this, unbelievable. So the customers you have are the best ones to call up, figure out what they need. And the sooner you offer them something, as soon as they've bought one, the sooner you offer the next thing, the better. You will get a higher conversion rate. If you let them go through your program and they needed it done for you from the beginning. So from week one, they started watching the modules, but they're like going, oh my God, I can't do this. And then week two, they slowly lose more and more enthusiasm. You got to offer them the done for you from the beginning. So offer the, sell them that. And then within a week or two, get on the phone with them, find out where they're suffering, where they're struggling and say, hey, look, why don't you, why don't you upgrade to our one-to-one program where you get on a call with me every week for an hour or one of my coaches and it's 10 grand and you can pay it off monthly or whatever and you know it's like you'll be blown away how many people want to spend more money but they don't get offered those high-end products they just get thrown an ebook or they get thrown a course and you know information marketing is great but it's very competitive and if you offer the high-end services that's where the profit is and that's easy as well you know that's interesting I, I think we all tend to and I don't know why we do this but we do human beings we assume that we know what someone else is going to value, you know, or mm. what they're willing to spend money on or how much money they're willing to spend. And I would guess that almost universally we're wrong mm. because we're, we're viewing it through, I don't know what, some filter that's telling us, no, 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 they'll never spend this kind of money on something, but it never hurts to ask. Absolutely. Absolutely. Never hurts so, to so, so to get back to traffic strategies, to to uh, you know, I've got a whole webinar on pricing alone. We could talk about that for an hour and the different mind, the different you know packages and and the price points of who can afford what and whatever. I, I talk about that for a whole hour, but we don't have an hour. But I want to give people some more traffic strategies. Sure. If someone if someone doesn't want to promote your data to, to their database for you, the second best way is this, right? If someone doesn't want to promote for you, you say, okay, Steve, look, I understand. I've got no credibility. You've never heard of me before. How about if I pay you to email your database for me? And that's called a solo ad. Okay, so you go and find, and there's 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 people who do this, right? There's there's different platforms you can do with to do this, um, but be very careful with it. Make sure that you've asked a few questions first. Make sure number one, you get on their database and you stay on it for about a month, so you see how frequently they email, what they email, and and how good is the content there. Okay, so you want to basically be finding yourself in that target market. You're going, oh, this is good. I want to click. If you don't find yourself clicking and you find their stuff boring and you are the target audience, chances are the target audience is finding it boring as well. All right. right? But put your put yourself in the shoes of the of your of your prospects, right? Because that's who potentially they're going to mail for you. So my wife and I do this regularly, and we've done it. We spent uh, recently we spent three thousand US dollars on a, a guy who was going to mail out for us, and we were doing a workshop in the UK. Now he brought in one customer that bought for ten thousand dollars one of our programs, so that covered covered it more than doubled it. You know, and that's just one person. Not to mention the email addresses that we collected along the way because sure. we had like an exit form, um, and not not to mention the exposure for the people who didn't buy this time that will buy next time. So it's all relative to what you're selling. When you get a bit confident that you're converting one in ten, it's worth trying that strategy. 
because you know um, paying someone a thousand dollars it's not how much you pay for a solo ad it's how much money you make back and you know my wife sells a 297 dollar done for you twitter service and you know she she launches that and uh, i think she spent uh, in one occasion she spent i think uh about fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars—I can't remember the exact one—to a different website uh, called. Uh, wait a second, she's just over there. What was that? What was that website you done a solo ad to? Selfgrowth.com, which was like oh. a, it kind of tied in a little bit with uh, with that. So, so websites out there, they do this, right? They do solo ads. Now, she lost money on the first on the first uh, month, okay? Because there was uh, there was effectively a uh, not enough. She made two ninety seven a month from maybe three or four people signed up, right? So it didn't cover the whole cost. But because it's a monthly, she's now well in profit. If they stay three four months, like whatever, she's well in profit with that. And again, because you've sent them to a free webinar, you've collected the names and email addresses as well and every email address is worth something right especially when you're doing webinars because you're making yeah. a lot more money per yeah, head absolutely so so that's another great way to do a solo ads is another great way another one more great way if we've got time Kaylin, is what we're doing right now interviews now i i don't know and, and, and we didn't discuss it beforehand but i'm sure you're going to ask me at the end of this like so many podcasts that i do where can people find out more information what absolutely way- that's my next question for you sure. yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, cause I, I did this as a strategy. There's a reason I'm doing interviews. Okay. I'm doing interviews to build number one relationships with people like Kaylin and, and different experts on podcasts, because chances are you have a database. I have a database. Chances are, Kaylin, you have a product. Okay. Chances are that we could probably cross promote something. Okay. And if we can't, we can't, it doesn't matter. We've still given great value to the listeners and that that's, that's the, the number one priority. And at the end, they always ask you, you, where, do, where can people find out more and what better to send them to a replay webinar that I've got where I collect the name and email address and then they potentially go, go on to watch the webinar. And I've had sales of uh, you know from podcasts, people buy my $300, uh, $3,000 webinar program at the end of watching the webinar. So it's a hugely powerful strategy to get out there, give first, okay, give as, as generously as you can on a podcast or a radio show or an interview, get interviewed once a week. And I, I have a, a lady in the, the United States who built a business around booking experts on podcasts. And I paid her $300 a month US to basically book me on one show a week. Right. Uh, and I did that for a year. We generated over $100,000 in sales and built up a massive database just from being interviewed. And the most important thing is the relationships I built with more potential joint venture partners sure. uh, who, are, who are running podcasts because it takes a special person to run a show. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, you know, it's commitment that that person has a, has a following and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great person to want to know. So go and get interviewed on podcasts in your niche. And to do that, go to iTunes, look at podcast shows under your niche and get someone to start booking you on those shows. Well, clearly I love podcasts. That's, you know, why I, I do two different podcasts and they are a great medium for getting exposure to all kinds of audiences. And, um, it's, there's a good website. I think it's called radio If I remember correctly, and that's where a lot of people who have podcasts will list them and say what kind of guests they're looking for. And it's it's free. You can go on there and look around. They also have some paid versions. It's a membership site. Uh, and you can get on their email list. And as someone who books, you know, wants guests for uh, podcasts, I have my, my assistant look through it because then we can see you. there are also people who want to be interviewed. 
And ultimately, even if you're running a podcast, you want to end up on other people's podcasts because it's a, it's a good way to reach people similar to, to webinars, you know, reaching people. So it's a, it's a great strategy every week for a year. You did it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes two to three interviews a week because I pretty much automated my business. So I have coaches that, that do the coaching for us and, and we have all of our different programs and I have other business partners that I run, you know, I run the webinars for them and, and help them and I'm more consult for them and I own 50% of the company. So I basically got nothing to do really most of the time. So I said, <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's try this as a strategy instead of doing a podcast show. You know, which is right. hard, right? You know, you, how many yes, people have yeah. you had flake out on you at the last minute? How many people, how many times have you? So running a show is hard, you know. It's like frustrating at times, but very rewarding as well because you get to, you know, be the voice for your community. But I said, well, how much easier is it if I just have to rock up? They ask me some questions about webinars and then I drive them thing. I don't have to record it. I don't have to upload it. In fact, they're uploading me and putting me on their website. They're, they're putting backlinks on their website to my blog. You know, I don't have sure. to build my own. I can do sure. that. I recommend people do both ultimately if, if they want to. But, you know, it's something that uh, that is a very powerful strategy that, yeah. you know, it's not going to be one interview. Do one interview and then that's it. You're going to become famous, you know? Yeah, it's no, like yeah, most you got to do, do several, yeah, sure. you gotta, you got you to gotta do, the, do the hard yards and you become better at being interviewed, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you get more confident. And when you're doing speaking on your webinars, you get better because you're talking more. The more you talk in public to people, even if it is on a recorded podcast – you know, the, the better you're going to get and the, and, and the clearer you're going to become, okay? You can right. imagine how bad I was when I started, if this is good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Come on, you were a musician, you were on stage, you were singing. There, it's uh, Unless I guess I that's different. I didn't say, I did not. You played an instrument. <laughs> okay. Why don't you give, yeah, yeah, uh, right. give I everyone... Sh- I behind <laughs> give everybody your website so that they, they can go get more information about you. Absolutely. And I'll give them a little tip on how to do it at the end. Don't just go go to steveesser.com to find out more. Say, guys, I've put together a special webinar just for anyone who wants to know about webinars. And I go over how to record a webinar, how to put it together, how to automate it so you can make money again and again. I also talk about the medical center model, finding other experts, partnering with them and taking 50% and never having to talk or sell on a webinar yourself. If you want to be behind the scenes, that's a great strategy for you as well. And I'll maybe give another bullet point, which I won't do here because I'm telling you what I'm doing. Um, and if you want to get that, guys, it's easily worth $97, but you can have it for free at steveesser.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-E-S-S-A.com. I hope you didn't mind me uh, uh, teaching them how to do it there, Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. That you know, That's why we're here. That's why we're sharing the information. And as always, guys, I always tell you, if you were someplace and you couldn't write any of this down, there are no worries. All you have to do is come back to actlocalmarketing.com, and in the search box, you can look up Stephen Essa, E-S-S-A, or you can look up the word webinar. There's a lot of different ways that you would be able to search this particular podcast episode, and you will find it, and we will include uh, the link to his website so that you don't have to have written it down. I'm always telling my audience, Stephen, that if they're on the treadmill, I don't want them getting off. I want them to finish that workout because they can always come back to the website to uh, to get these links. Awesome getting, awesome. getting that workout in is very important. So, Stephen Essa, awesome. it has been wonderful uh, meeting you. We're on opposite sides of the world. You too, Kayla. Thanks for having me on the show. Sure, absolutely. I know. Is it about? A parallel universe. <laughs> I know. We, uh, I was telling him before uh, we started the interview 
because he is in Australia and I'm in New York, and I guess there's a 14-hour time difference between the two of us. So for him, it's tomorrow. So he's in my future, and I am in his past. Isn't that weird? There must be a book in there somewhere. If I could just figure out how to time travel, then the whole thing would make sense to me some, <laughs> in some weird way. So anyway, Stephen Essa, thank you very much for teaching us about webinars. And Absolutely. Sure. And for those of you that have been listening, this is <laughs> Act Local Marketing for Small Business, where you know you can always come to actlocalmarketing.com every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, where I have another great guest like Stephen to share uh, different strategies with you that can help you move your business at least one step closer to prosperity. So until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.